It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. Over the last month and a half, I guess, I've been changing my dating site profile. Every two to three days, I've been adding a new beginning, keeping the same end, but changing up the front. And my reasoning was I wanted to see if men were really paying attention, if they were really truly reading what I was writing, or if they were just looking at the pictures. What better way to tell than to change your profile and see if somebody replies or follows along for that matter? And who better to do that than me? (laughs) It's like an outlet. (laughs) I don't expect to gain anything from this. It's just my way of entertaining myself. That's pretty sad. But at least I own up to it and admit to it. Now, before I get started, I'd like to thank you for subscribing to the Sugar Mom podcast. It makes all the difference in the world to me to see those numbers going up. And the comments that you're leaving me are wonderful. It helps me to know what it is exactly you'd like to hear, what you'd like me to talk about. And dating seems to be one of the things. I mean, it's not easy being our age and out in the dating field. But think about this. You could still be married and have nobody to talk to. Or you could be in the place where we are and have everybody that just doesn't listen. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know which is worse or which is better. All I know is I don't have to answer to anybody. I would like to have somebody to answer to, truth be told. But man, I need a smart guy. So do you. You can't answer to somebody that just isn't as smart as we are. That's the bottom line. Anyway, what I did was I began writing this mini story like chapters of things that had happened during my last month and a half of dating. And the responses that I have gotten are absolutely hilarious. Some of them have made me stop dead in my tracks and just laugh out loud. Even if they're not my type, they're so freaking funny that it almost makes me want to meet them just for their sense of humor alone. And while I've been keeping track of my dating life. That's basically what it is. I'm journaling it. Is there such a word? Journalizing? I've just been keeping this journal of what's gone on. Who does this? What I did today was I wanted to go back and read the different things that I'd written. And I'm so astounded with myself that I've done this that I decided I've got to share it with you. I wanted to know if I'd see any progression or if it's all just totally convoluted. I began to start changing it on October 4th. And what I'm going to tell you is what's exactly inside my profile. It's sort of like reading someone's diary. But I feel like at this point, you already know me. What do I have that I could possibly need to hide at this stage of the game? You ready? I started changing it on October 4th, a month and a half ago, I said, the dating world is starting to get to me. I'm pretty tired of being Googled before we even meet. How about this to start? LinkedIn calls me an all-star. I'm actually honored. I'm also on one of the exec boards, and I'm in the radio broadcasting industry. I own a trademark called Sugar Mom. 
which is a podcast on iTunes for women about life. Can you believe I put this in my profile? I'm talking to you right now. I'm not reading. I just laid it all out there because what was happening was people were asking for my cell phone so that we could text, but what they were doing was Googling my number before I even had a chance to talk. They were Googling me. I was fed up. So I continued, yes, the podcast is edgy, but women like it. And oddly, so would you. I also don't have the meet me feature. I figure if you want to meet me, you'll write me. So now basically what I did was I enabled whatever man decided to land on my pictures and mosey on over to my profile. He could see the word sugar mom. You know, the word that elicits the scream in the back of every man's head. (laughs) She's a what? Yeah, that word. They all saw it. They all now know that I have a podcast and they know I own the freaking name. It's trademarked. So they know I've got to be smart. Now, what man would continue to read? That's the man I want. I want a guy that wants to take the time to find out exactly what the hell I'm talking about. So the rest of my profile basically stays the same. And here's what I write. And I can guarantee you it's not what your typical woman has in her dating profile. I go like this. I'm just a woman who loves having something to look forward to. I'm dumbfounded at how many men are here but don't check in. What good is a dating site if you don't participate? I love to tease. It's just a part of my nature. Nothing turns me on more than knowing I can tilt your world a bit or have you shake your head. In spite of all this, here's what I'm hoping for. Now, at this point, if I still have them, they're mine. They're going to write me. Please be a tall, six foot and over, strong, athletic man that lives within my area. This is the only man I'm interested in. Strong meaning someone I can believe in, lean on if need be, and trust. A man that might want to just pick me up and carry me to the next room. Now, is that inviting enough for a gentleman who's reading my profile? Come on. Do you think any other woman would write something like that? I don't think so. Attractive can also be shown in someone's character. You must be smart. If you talk and have no intent on following through, I'll know it. Please don't waste our time. It'll save both of us from embarrassment. Hook, line, sinker. By all rights, I should have every man that is on that dating site at my beck and call, shouldn't I? Because it's different. And their curiosity is piqued. They want to know who is ballsy enough to write something like this on a dating profile. I continue, if you are this man and agree with all I've said, I will in turn let you know just how appreciative I am. It always works best when we both show that appreciation. Now, granted, that could be taken a lot of different ways. And I meant it in a very sincere way. Truly, I did. But what's wrong with tilting his world a little bit right now? As long as I've got him, let me twist a little and see which way he goes. Now I talk about me. 
I sort of feel self-indulgent as I say this out loud, but here we go. I'm an attractive woman in her late 50s, very seductive, very sassy, very truthful. I'm looking for the right guy, Mr. Chemistry. I'll know him when I meet him, and it works both ways. See, if you take, you gotta give. Three years ago, I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. I beat it for two years, and it came back last year. No hair loss this time. Not an easy loss for any woman, that's for sure. I'm still sassy, but a bit more humbled. No one who's met me in the last six months has ever had a clue that I'd been sick. The best news of all? The cancer is gone. Goodbye, chemo. I'm in good shape physically and emotionally. All right, so I lied a little bit there. Physically, I'm great. Emotionally, you know, I'm in and out. I'm no different than you. I need that from a man, too. If he can't take care of himself, how in the world could he take care of me? Now, doesn't that line speak volumes for both of us? Seriously, we all want a man that would want to take care of us. It doesn't mean we need him to take care of us. We just want him to want to. I continue. I'm the real deal. I'll easily recognize if you are, too. Okay, there's more. Now, if he's still reading, he must be entranced with what I've said so far because this is a long freaking profile. And I did that by design. Next, I'm wanting to be emotionally cared about by a man that is generous by nature who offers the chance for a fresh start by all. Another winning sentence. And I'm not saying it because I'm a creative writer. I'm saying it is exactly what I'm meaning it to say. Emotionally cared about. Somebody that's generous. It doesn't have to be money, although that's a nice thing. But it could be just someone who wants to just do the right thing because it is the right thing to do. A fresh start, not holding something over your head. We're almost 60. What could you hold over my head at this age? Why even try? I continue. P.S. I love to dance, whether it be with you, by myself, or for you. See? You shaking your head yet? Now he's on the floor. I don't blame him. If I was a man and I read that profile, I would be laying with my head on the floor, banging it up and down just to get myself back from that erotica place I just put him in. It's just theater of the mind. My goodness. It's not like I said anything X-rated. It's all siphoned through his brain. But men think one way and women think another. I just happen to be one of those women that knows how to think like both. So I play a little bit. What's wrong with it? Moving on to the next day, October 5th. Granted, I left everything the same except for the first paragraph. New thought today. I look forward to meeting a man that offers me hope. Hope. The most powerful drug in the world. It's not like it's the first time I've ever said that. I want so badly to believe it. This crazy dating world makes me worry my mind will start to unravel like a thread. But just maybe... 
he'll be at the end of the thread to catch me. I'm finding that many more are reading my profile. It's inspiring to know this, not just headline readers. That was my whole point in doing this in the first place. I wanted to know if they would read from beginning to end. I continued, I just may change it up as I feel new things every other day or so. If you want to know more about how I really feel, find me on iTunes with my podcast, Sugar Mom, where I talk to women about all of this stuff. Maybe you'd like to come on and tell your male perspective of the dating scene. Can you imagine I'm now soliciting men for the podcast? I have a set. No doubt about it. And the great thing is I found men to come on and do this podcast with me. And they did tell their perspective, their side, what they're looking for, what turns them off, what turns them on. I continued with the same line, no need to Google me. I find that extremely childish. Just ask me. I'll tell you. I've once again written about LinkedIn. I said, I'm in the radio broadcast production industry. I'm the VP of the startup division I built for a major broadcast company. Other than all that, I'm just a woman who loves the little things. A look, a touch, knowing I can amuse you, a kiss, a flower, glitter. Give me a handful of glitter and I'm the first one to throw it in the air and rush underneath. I love to sparkle. I waited a day or two. I moved to October 7th and I wrote, two new things have happened since I last wrote. One, miraculously, I met a guy in a bar, (laughs) very attractive and attentive. He was subtly trying to pick me up and I was enjoying myself. What a rare concept to meet someone in person nowadays. He said at one point, you know, I'm much older than you. How do you feel about that? I blinked twice, not understanding, and said, I believe I'm your age. Late 50s? He was so taken aback that he said out loud, I'm sitting here trying to pick up someone who's almost 60. We exchanged numbers, we texted later, and then he fell off the face of the earth. So, it happens in person too. Maybe reality just slapped him in the face and... The fact that he was attracted to someone in his own age group didn't sit well with him? Wake up, guy. You want to be talking about Barbie dolls forever, or you want to talk to someone like me? Next, I met someone online. He was moving to Dallas, and he seemed just smitten, you know? Long conversations about life. Everything was, dare I say, promising. And then, poof, gone. Maybe it is me. I'm sparing the details as to why he went missing, but it was along the lines of him wanting to send me something I didn't want, like pictures. That's all. Like, I didn't want his X-rated pictures. The first word that comes to my mind when a man wants to send those to me is, ew. I mean, really? Do guys honestly think we like that? We don't. So maybe I do just want to be alone until I bump into Mr. Wright. I mean, seriously. Moving on to October 9th, I found out about the guy who went poof. I caught him in several white lies. Still, I could have been overthinking. So I hung out long enough to see if he'd hang himself. 
He did. He came right out and told me he wasn't who he said he was. His profile pictures were not of him. He'd also told me two important women in his life had died from cancer, too, based on my profile, like a point of common interest. All lies. He said he was doing a type of study on women, and lucky me, I was one of his subjects. It was for some stupid magazine of sorts. Talk about bizarro world. He'd told me he was moving to Dallas. Maybe he was already in Dallas. For that matter, maybe he was in Montreal or Europe. I just think I'm too gullible. Or maybe I just offer too many opportunities to those I should be able to see through and not give them the time of day. Maybe I should tighten the net strings a little bit more. I honestly don't know, since one of my stories outdoes the next. Now I'm thinking, is there a Mr. Right? And then I continue and tell him more about finding me on iTunes with Sugar Mom. October 10th. I'd like to thank you. The last few days I've noticed you do read more than the headlines. You've noticed the changes in my profile. You held out a hand to help. You made me feel appreciated as a person and understood me as a woman with genuine concerns. You weren't just talking about pictures. You answered a lot of my questions. You even listened to my podcast. I've not been disappointed, not needed to doubt myself, or more importantly, I've not had to doubt you. I've maintained my femininity, which I need as much as you need your masculinity. I don't feel worried about letting my guard down around you. That was my biggest fear, not being able to lean on a man. Thank you for reassuring me that you do exist. I needed to know I could stay soft and be safe. I've had glimpses of this man in all I've talked and texted with over the last few days. In fact, I've communicated with this very man, and I feel when he's ready, he'll offer more. Maybe he has a few trust issues, too. I can come off as scary. Is she out of her mind? Look at what she's been writing. But please rest assured, I'm not. I'm very sane. It's just that I say out loud what most women will only think. I'm also not here to force a sale because as we know, you force a sale, it'll never stick. You either like me or you don't. There's no gray with a woman like me. Don't fear a strong woman. I have my weak spots too, as I've openly admitted. October 16th. I bet most of you thought I was out on a date this weekend. Well, I did. I went out Friday night. As arranged, I met him at a bar, only to realize I'd gone out with him before. Who does that? He changed his profile. I guess I changed mine, too. And no, this was not a pina colada moment. We spoke, laughed when we realized, and hardly even shook hands when leaving. I'd have thought after the first non-communication we'd had, we'd have learned to ixnay on the next date. Stranger things have happened. Still looking, still know what I want. Do you? Are you sticking to your convictions about what'll make you happy? I'm trying to decide if we don't. Is it called settling or growing up? I'm not sure, as I'm still more a little girl in a lot of ways. I love sitting on bar stools because my feet don't touch the ground. 
and more of a seductress in other ways. What a line to be careful when to cross. Man, one wrong step and I've changed my whole intent for meeting you. If you want to know more about how I really feel, find me on iTunes with my podcast, Sugar Mom, where I talk to women about all of this. And so I continue. To October 21st, I saw a man float by my screen and it was like electricity. Have you had that happen? Is that what we're supposed to be waiting for? That surge that tells us this person is for me? Finally? So I wrote him and I said, I think you're my guy. As only I could possibly say, and I'm rolling my eyes as I say this, I said, I'm not crazy. Sometimes I just feel things. I'd just like to talk. What do you think happened? He blocked me. Not just delete, he blocked me. Maybe I should have been more Southern. Hey, cowboy, check me out and see how perfect I am in every way, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe my approach was wrong, (laughs) but it was honest, and I obviously learned not to trust my gut instincts all the time. Could also be afraid of my podcast, which is absolutely ridiculous. In case you really want to understand what the Sugar Mom podcast on iTunes is, I talk about things that I feel might be in another woman's mind. She may be afraid to say it herself, so I create situational dilemmas, states of mind that a woman might be involved in, or I talk about what's on my mind. I literally believe at this moment that men, having followed my profile, are nervous that I will talk about them in my profile and on my Sugar Mom podcast. How about that? In fact, after one conversation that I had with a man that I really liked, he threw a zinger in and said, you know, what we say here, I don't expect to hear on the airwaves. I said to him, you know, privacy is really important when you're involved with somebody that you really like. Intimacy isn't meant to be shared. The fact that I had to say that out loud made me understand that this can be scary for a man. But how much common sense could he possibly think I have, or not, to spew about somebody that I really like? Oh, We're on to October 23rd. Wouldn't it be great if you could find just 20 women that meet your criteria, line them up, make them turn around slowly, sit down on a tall bar stool, and begin the questioning process, just like the old dating game? Knock it down to five, and then be able to watch them in their own work environments to see how they react with others. Narrow it down to three, and maybe have a sexual conversation to find out likes, dislikes, how much they earn. Do you like to hold hands, kiss, and then make your educated decision? There was a brand on TV whose tagline was, an educated consumer is our best customer. It would be true. You'd know what you have. I'm just thinking outside the box for a change. No need to Google me. Just ask me. And so on. To October 31st, Halloween. And yet another story. I've worked nonstop for the last two days. 
Yesterday, I never even left my house. Working from home doesn't always have its merits. Sometimes we get stuck. Today was another ambush kind of day, but at 4.30, I decided to go out to my favorite place, sit at the bar, and have my favorite drink. I got myself ready, knowing I could relax at this place because I enjoy all the bartenders. It's not easy for a woman to find a place that she can call her own. I talked, I had a salad, I had a drink, and then a man sat down beside me, talked and talked about himself. I'm in the oil and gas industry. I listened. He asked me a question about myself. I'd start to answer, and he'd interrupt when someone walked by. I stopped talking. I got ready to leave. He apologized, offered me a drink. His words, Oh, wait, don't leave. You've been in all day. I accepted, even though I thought twice. I looked at my bill and saw the bartender had charged me for the drink. I asked the guy why. He said, I'll take care of it later. Time to go. I'm closing out my tab, as is he, and I told the bartender that the glass of wine had been on him. He denied it. It got ugly. I said to him, you offered me a drink. You may not remember, but if in doubt, a real gentleman would never put a woman in this situation of he said, she said. He'd just say, I got this. I mean, he recommended the wine. What did he do? He turned around in front of all the people we'd been talking with and called me a freeloader. Me, who'd come in by myself, was on my way home and was stopped by him, his one-way conversation, and an offer of a glass of wine. That's when I hit him. I think I've finally had it. I've had it with men who are just full of themselves, although his expression was worth a thousand of his nonsensical words. You must think I'm nuts by now, <laughs> but I'm not. I'd be very happy if there was a real man who'd sit down beside me and have a two-way conversation. I actually hit him. Again, who does this? I'm as upset with myself as I am with him, that jackass. At this point, it just makes no sense for me to even ask if there is a sane man out there because I may have been driven to another level of insanity myself. I'm so debating if I should podcast this episode. I love that place. And now I feel alienated because no one helped me. I don't know. Not one bartender stepped up to help me. And that's how I ended my last profile entry. October 31st. It's been two weeks. I'm due, but I'm getting such a kick out of the responses from these men that have seen me write that I hit a man in a bar because he wouldn't pay for my drink after he offered to buy me the drink that I just don't want to change it yet. There I go, being subservient to a man. That's me. I always want to make the man I'm with happy. What's up with me? I'm making them laugh. They're entertained. It's what I said at the very beginning of the podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do, to entertain a man. So I'll leave it alone for a while. Anyway, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. One man even offered to send me bail money, just in case. 
<laughs> if you'd like to come on and be my partner on the Sugar Mom podcast for an episode, I would welcome you with open arms. You, maybe your husband, maybe your boyfriend would like to, but the door is open. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen and follow along with my craziness. <laughs> and I'm the first one to admit it. You don't have to call me crazy. I say I'm not crazy. I just know I'm a little different. Until next time, continue, please, to have your friends subscribe to the Sugar Mom Podcast. This way I don't have to chase you guys down on Tuesdays to tell you there's a new episode. It just winds up in your inbox. I'm also considering releasing the Sugar Mom Christmas show again this year. It's a lot of fun. Great Christmas music, and it's six hours long. I'll let you know soon, I promise. Thank you again for listening. Yours truly, I care about you deeply, Robin Marshall, Sugar Mom. Westwood One Podcast Production.